You're listening to the CIP Podcast, the study broadcast, season four, episode one. I'm your host, Mike. In this show, we explore the world of study abroad, offering advice, insights, and travel stories, bridging perspectives and cultures along the way. On this episode, we'll be speaking with a University of Guelph student who recently returned from her summer research abroad placement in Germany. Let's get right into it. Today on the show, we are pleased to welcome Emily. To get started, Emily, can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself and your research abroad placement at the University of Hohenheim? Of course. Hi, everyone. I'm Emily, and I'm currently in my fifth and final year food science at the University of Guelph. This past summer, I participated in the summer research abroad program at the University of Hohenheim in Germany. I was there for four months and got to work in the plant-based foods department at the Institute of Food Science as a research intern. That sounds super interesting and super hands-on. What was the best part of that sort of research placement? I think the best part about that research placement was how much freedom and trust was given to me. I, of course, had to be taught how to use a bunch of different equipment and how to run a lot of the machines. But after that, I was just by myself in the lab and I really got to kind of develop my own project and how I wanted to go about doing a lot of things. And so I think that experience has really helped me evolve my skill set as a food science student, and I think will be extremely beneficial as I move forward in my career. So as a food science student, why were you interested in doing a research placement abroad? I know that a lot of students might choose to study abroad or to work abroad or to volunteer abroad. What sort of drew you to a research abroad placement? So initially, I also really wanted to do a study abroad. Um, Ever since I was little, I've always loved traveling and learning about new cultures and just seeing the world. But for food science, the course requirements are pretty strict. So it's difficult to have your credits transfer back to Guelph sometimes. And on the other hand, research abroad allowed me to do it over my summer semester. Plus, since I wasn't going to be taking any classes, I didn't have to pay tuition or write any exams, which is always a big plus. I also got to use it as an opportunity to get lab experience. I do think that Research is kind of an area that I want to focus on later on after I graduate. So this was a really great opportunity for me. And I also got to travel around Europe. So it's a win-win situation. Yeah, it sounds amazing. A nice mix between sort of developing your skills while also having the opportunity to travel and explore other countries. So I know that the University of Guelph, we offer research placements in the UK and France and Germany and Brazil. How did you end up at the University of Hohenheim? So my answer is a little bit of a cop-out because the University of Hohenheim is the only university under the Summer Research Abroad program that had food science. So for me, it was a pretty easy decision. But obviously, before I applied, I had to look into the university and kind of see what it was all about. And what I found so interesting is that Hohenheim is very similar to Guelph. I typically call it a German Guelph. Both universities have roots in agriculture, and they also have really gorgeous grounds and gardens, which made me all the more excited to go. And once I was there, it made me extremely comfortable. What's also really funny is that they have their own version of Eggie Pub. It's known as TMS, but instead of it being on Wednesday nights, they're every Thursday nights. And there's no line dancing involved, but it's just as chaotic and still a total blast. That sounds amazing. It sounds like you had a nice mix between sort of agriculture, but with the German flavor to it. What, what was the actual city and place like where you were at? 
So the University of Hohenheim is closest to the city of Stuttgart. And Stuttgart isn't too big of a city. It's not a very touristy city. And it's around 30 minutes away from the University of Hohenheim by transportation. Hohenheim is a lot more rural and suburban. And it's quite gorgeous and peaceful. And I'm personally not a very big city person. So it was really nice just being surrounded by nature all the time. And if I ever did want to go into the city, it was also really easy to get there. That's like where all the downtown shops are, um, where all of like the attractions are. So it's a really nice mix. And I could really choose which kind of environment I wanted at what time. And were you able to explore some of the other parts of Germany, whether that was Munich or the Black Forest? Yeah. So what's really awesome about Germany and Europe in general is how easy it is to travel around. There are so many buses and trains that can just take you to places. And since the research abroad placement that I was doing is kind of like a Monday to Friday, like nine to five, eight hour job. So on weekends, I was free. And so me and a couple friends would always be traveling around on the weekends. And I got to visit Munich, I got to visit Berlin, I got to visit Hamburg and Cologne. And I did get to go to the Black Forest and eat Black Forest cake in the Black Forest, which was very special and very memorable. Uh, You're making me hungry. That sounds amazing. So I guess for some of the students who are listening in, they might be thinking to themselves like, wow, that sounds super interesting. How would I get started? So can you sort of elaborate on how you connected with a supervisor and sort of started this process in terms of making connections overseas and sort of putting the wheels in motion to make this happen? Yeah, so the research abroad program specifically requires you to reach out to a professor yourself. So what I did was I looked through the different departments within the Food Science Institute on the University of Hohenheim website, and I picked which ones had research projects that I was the most interested in. And then I just sent an email to the department head prof. I said I was interested in working in their lab for the summer. I explained the research abroad program, as well as why I wanted to do it, and also what prior qualifications and experience I had. It was very much like writing a cover letter. Um, I also attached my resume and transcript, so it was like applying to a job. And what was really cool is that the first professor I reached out to got back to me pretty quickly and was totally open to me coming into their lab and working. And we kind of set the wheels into motion. I got introduced to um, one of the PhD candidates that I was going to be working under, and we kind of just went from there. It sounds like you got a lot of support from the professor. Can you speak to some of the supports you may have received from the University of Guelph or from the international office at Hohenheim? Yeah, so like I mentioned, the application process is pretty independent, but CIP definitely helped me a lot because they helped nominate me for a monthly stipendium alongside the international office at the University of Hohenheim, which really helped me out finance-wise during my time abroad. CIP also gave me an opportunity to share my research abroad experience while I was in Germany. I got to participate in the Instagram takeover, which was so awesome because I got to advertise this really great program to other kids at Guelph. I had an absolute blast doing it, and I got to include some of my friends in some of the content as well. 
actually a first year food science student came up to me uh, this year because they saw my takeover and they were so excited to talk to me. And a lot of people have actually been getting in contact with me and asking about my experience uh, because they're interested in doing something similar this summer. And the international office at Hohenheim was also pretty supportive. I had a lot of questions, especially before I got to Germany, about documents and administrative protocols. And the lady in charge always answered my emails with so much detail and really helped me feel more confident before arriving. That sounds amazing. I'm always surprised with the reach in terms of social media and Instagram. And I'm sure those sort of photos and stories have inspired um, a few more applicants this year. So thank you for that. In terms of study abroad, I know that most students are excited, but they can also be intimidated by this process. So can you think back to like your first couple of days on campus or when you first arrived in Germany, what was it like? How did you meet people? And what were your accommodations like? So the first few days that I was in Germany, I was so excited. I was like a sponge. Everything I saw was interesting to me. I was in a totally new environment. Everything was so fresh and even grocery trips were so exciting to me. I, Everyone in the lab also was so welcoming on my first day and that really helped me feel comfortable and adjust extremely quickly. In terms of meeting other people, I met other students from North America who were there for a summer research placement through Facebook groups for international students, as well as just through the grapevine. Like I'll be talking to someone and they'll be like, oh my God, I know someone who's also from Canada here. That was always really funny. Desiree, another girl from Guelph, also went to Hohenheim. So it was incredible having a little piece of home with me. We also did not really interact a lot before going to Germany. But once we were there, we absolutely hit it off and were basically inseparable. Uh, we walked to our labs in the morning together. We went on so many weekend trips together. And as international students, we all got to live in the dorms on campus is super convenient because the labs are also on campus too and the rent is a lot cheaper than if you were to live off campus. Each person has a single room. Sharing a room, like having a double or triple room, is not a thing at all in Germany. Everyone there was gobsmacked when I told them about how dorms are in Canada. And you just share a bathroom with the person you live beside, so there's very few conflicts. Uh, my dorm room also had a gorgeous view of nearby hills and villages, which was always super magical during sunset. So it sounds like you had a bit of an international community as well as some connections with students from Canada and from Guelph. Were you able to interact with uh, the locals and the local students? Oh yeah, like especially at German Eggie Pub, so TMS, there was a lot of social interaction so I got to meet a lot of people also just interacting with the people in my lab so we would always eat lunch together and they would ask me things about Canada and I would ask them things about Germany so it was really cool getting to gain cultural awareness and also like see a different global perspective. You, you talk about cultural awareness and, and global perspectives um, were there some specific skills that you felt that you achieved either through the research process or just being in a different cultural setting? Yeah, so the first one is definitely communicating with people who are from a different culture because I find that different cultures have different ways of expressing themselves or different ways that they socialize. And it takes a little bit of adjustment because sometimes the way that you speak or kind of the connotations of the words that you say kind of don't reflect the same way for somebody else in a different culture. So learning how to communicate was a really big thing. 
Another big skill was that I'm a lot more confident now, not just in a lab setting, but also in my ability to live independently. Being by myself in a completely new country forced me to go outside of my comfort zone immensely and also pushed me to try new things and talk to new people. And I'm so grateful for all the things I got to experience just because I said yes more and left my dorm more. I have definitely brought this back to Guelph. I feel like right now I'm so much more of an open person. I'm so much more confident and I know that I'm capable of doing so many things because if I could live halfway across the world for four months, I think I can do anything. It sounds like you're able to enhance your communication skills and build your confidence and break out of your comfort zone. I heard a really great quote this morning that the comfort zone is a great place, but nothing grows there. So I think that totally applies to this situation. Any advice you would give to students who are sort of preparing for their study abroad experience right now? I would say one of the biggest tips that I have is to be super organized and to be on top of everything because I'm not sure how the study abroad process is, but at least for my research abroad, everything was quite independent. So I had to open my own European bank account by myself. I had to get health insurance by myself. And these are all things that you have to do and no one's going to kind of push you to do it. Like you have to be on top of everything. Like there are so many moving parts. So being on top of everything, being organized really helps a lot, especially when dealing with the bureaucracy of a new country. It does really push your initiative as well. And you feel all the more mature once you get it all sorted out. So on that note, how is the visa process? So for Germany, there is a 90-day rule. So if you hold a Canadian passport, typically, this definitely won't apply to all cases, but typically if you're a Canadian citizen, you own a Canadian passport and you go to Germany, you can stay there for 90 days. And there are a couple countries in Europe that form the Schengen uh, region, and that includes Germany. So if you go to any of those countries, that also counts in your 90 days. But since I stayed in Germany for more than 90 days, I was able to enter the country. But I had to like bring my admission letter uh, when I was getting on the plane, because like the border officers had to look at it and be like, oh, okay, she's actually studying. And then I had to apply for a residence permit in Germany just so that I could stay longer than 90 days. Sounds good. I know that there's a lot of hoops that students have to sort of jump through and make sure that the process goes smoothly. So I'm glad to see that that worked out for you. Yeah, the international office at Hohenheim is really helpful with this because they're pretty well versed in like visa requirements. So definitely talking with them helped a lot. So just in terms of wrapping up here, I know that you alluded to your earlier travels throughout Europe. I was just wondering if you could tell us a few travel stories as I'm sure that many students would embrace a research abroad opportunity, but also that opportunity to travel around afterwards. Yeah, so I got to go to around 20 different cities during my four months. It was quite I'm quite impressed honestly and one of the biggest takeaways I took from my travels was when me and my friends went to Munich as well as Berlin just based on the historical side of Germany just because as someone who grew up in Canada you can feel quite removed from a lot of things you learn in history class but being in Germany right where a lot of really monumental historical events happened was incredibly impactful and the range of different emotions I felt is something that I will definitely never forget. Um, But on a lighter note, other really fun places that I went to 
Amsterdam was really fun. I got to go with Desiree and Amsterdam, like it was a total blast. Like the canals are so gorgeous. The city is so different. Both of us also had to take industrial microbiology, which is a course here at Guelph. So we both kind of know like how beer is made. And so we got to go to the Heineken experience, which was so much fun. And we got to see how Heineken makes their beer. And then I also really loved Croatia. Croatia was so different and it was really nice getting to be by the sea. Um, it was so warm and it was really nice to go swimming. And I also really loved Switzerland. I love being in the mountains. And so getting to see all of that and being in such a natural environment was also really special. Uh, it sounds amazing. I know for me, like I felt Berlin and Munich was an open air museum and everywhere you would walk to, you're just being able to to understand history so much more clearer. And of course, like Dubrovnik and Split, you have all those old cities and beautiful um, architecture and the Swiss mountains, obviously an uh, amazing place to explore. So I'm glad to see that you were able to sort of fit this all in, both the research part, the travel part. Do you have any final words of wisdom that you would want to share or messaging that you would want to express? Yes. So for anyone who is going abroad, one of the biggest pieces of advice I can give is to go out and explore the place you get to temporarily live in. I know this sounds like it's a very obvious thing, but it's very easy to just stay in your dorm room, especially after a really tiring day. And you kind of start to get comfortable staying in. But in a few months, you're not going to be able to see the things you get to see or talk to the people you get to talk to every day. And even just like sitting outside on the grass and chatting about your day with a friend sounds very mundane. But you will look back on it and it's something you'll remember for a very long time. As they say, all good things come to an end. And particularly with travel, like those days are so precious. So making the most of those days, as you mentioned, is such an important thing to do when you're abroad. So thank you, Emily. Um, that's of it course. for today's episode of the Study Abroadcast. Don't forget to explore your own study abroad opportunities on the CIP website at uoglobs.ca slash CIP or follow us on Instagram. You can check out Emily's story on our Instagram handle CIP underscore Guelph. Thanks for listening and thank you, Emily, for sharing your advice, insights and travel stories. Stay tuned to our next episode where we look to unpack the study abroad experience even further. Mm-hmm.